Hey, listen, Daddy. You're listening to the number one broadcast, Monty and Farrell, Daddy, in Long Island. The best pro wrestling broadcast of all time, I think. Hey, everybody. This is Action Smasher Demolition. And you're listening to the Monty and Farrell Show. The number one wrestling show in Long Island. Unbelievable show. Watch it. Listen. Make sure and listen. <laughs> this here is the legendary warlord, and I'm at Long Island's the best radio there is, the Monty and Pharaoh Show. I like it, you like it, and we'll all like it. <laughs> Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, seen only here out of Indie Music TV on Ron Con- in Ron Conkama, Long Island. On in. Whatever. Yeah. Here. Uh, just coming <laughs> off, this is the second part of our two-part special. We just had uh, pro wrestling superstar Mike Knox in studio. Yep. He was pretty cool, right? Yeah, he was. He was pretty awesome. Yep. And now we have oh, yeah. unbelievable oh, d- yeah. WWE. E-W-W-F, W-C-C-W, is W-C-W-C? W-W-C. Thank you. Mr. Savio Vega, we'll, we'll get to in a minute. Um, yes, sir. On Thursday, we lost uh, Tom Lister. Uh, yeah. Wrestling fans know him as Zeus. you have any thoughts on that, Farrow? Yeah. Uh, Zeus was much more impactful at the time than he's given credit for, if I can speak on a re- on a wrestling level. Uh, I thought he was extremely intimidating. I told you earlier that when I remember watching him, I, I found him to be pretty scary. I thought that he was an interesting opponent for Hogan, although you know not a long-term opponent for Hulk Hogan. Uh, we know that uh, he was in a certain movie with our favorite uh, Mr. Hogan that you just love to death and probably know every line in, the No Hogan Pretty much, Bard. yeah, pretty much. And uh, he passed away way too young. And it's a, it's a terrible thing, you know. I he fell to Corona supposedly too, right? So which is sad enough on its on its yeah. other end. Uh, yep. uh, I want to thank the fan who uh, the band who sings the theme song for Monty and the Pharaoh, run by our own Mr. Jimmy Farrell, along with his partner Bart Griggs. The band is Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great song as Riding High, which is our theme song. Uh-huh. In my dreams, this life, not far behind. Here comes the rain, and their music can be found on Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. Monty and the Farrow can be seen on YouTube, the Monty and the Farrow page, Facebook Live, the Monty and the Farrow page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. Twitch TV, the Monty and the Farrow page, Channel 115, which is cable television, which you go. will see. Mr. Vega, in a reduced version. He's doing it again. It's abbreviated. One fifteen every Tuesday from seven to seven thirty. Yeah, I bet thanks. you didn't know you're going to be on TV thanks. here locally. He's in not going to be. He's not going to be reduced when he's being shown to millions of households in New York. He's going to be in the abbreviated, well, condensed this, version. This is true. Reduced. And for early risers, you can uh. see Mr. Vega again at six a.m. Yeah. to six thirty. Yeah. And if you're a late night. Yeah. Vampire, like, like me. you, like Bella Lugosi. Uh, you me. could catch it yeah. at two o'clock in the morning on Channel Twenty. Yeah, we're gonna be right back after this commercial break with pro wrestling superstar, WWE superstar, Mr. Savio Vega. We shall return, Jimmy. I gotta take a dump. What? No, I mean I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental. Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. 
California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. Jeff Quest, graphics design, custom vinyl lettering, and all your art and video needs. 516-317-8204. That's for Jeff Quest, graphic design. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen only here out of Indie Music TV in Long Island, New York. We want to welcome... Our honor, Mr. Savio Vega. Thank you, sir, for coming to the studio. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. And, oh, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> it's a pleasure. And uh, to all the speaking Spanish people, hola, saludos. Espero que estén muy bien y estén gozándose esta entrevista que, que viene a continuación. Muchas bendiciones para ustedes. Tío Savio Vega, siempre a mi manera para la calle. Bendiciones. Love it. You know what the best <clears throat> part is? What's that? My wife, who's Puerto Rican, is going to translate that for me later. Good. <laughs> good. Like, what did good. he say? And I'll say, in response, como se llama? Como se llama? Mi nombre es Savio Vega. There you go, See? brother. Oh, there we go. Savio, sí, can you weigh in on the passing of Zeus? Did you know Zeus at all? Uh, we uh, we uh, went together in a car uh, in, back in Puerto Rico. But, uh, you know, by that time... The dressing room was separate. You had the heels and the baby face. <clears throat> Sorry. And uh, he was in the baby face side. So I never had the chance to see him. Uh, we keep the kayfabe big time by that time, you know, there. But, uh, yeah, we went to uh, the whole weekend. The whole weekend. He went. He was there. And uh, also they have the uh, uh, Robocop costume. You know, when the movie come out and stuff like that. So he was there. Uh, he wrestled Abdullah the Butcher in one of the nights. Uh, but I never had the chance to, to see him because, like I said, two uh, separate dressing rooms. Mm. So with everything going on in the world right now, Corona, what's it like? In, you're, you're, right now you're still in Puerto Rico, yeah? See, si, always. I was. I never left the, uh, the home. I never left home. So what's it like in Puerto Rico but with Corona? It's like everywhere, man. Uh, now the government come with the new law uh, again, starting the the seven. Uh, the Sundays is gonna be closed, everything closed. Uh, the only thing they probably gonna have is just a su some supermarkets. Uh, the mega mega stores, if they have supermarket, uh, the only thing they that's what they gonna sell. They cannot sell T-shirts or nothing like that, just food. Uh, but most more or less I, I believe yeah sundays is going to be locked down for everybody saturdays uh i mean the whole week uh everybody have to be at home nine o'clock till five o'clock in the morning uh the police are very very strictly i mean heavy they go heavy uh on on, on fines and stuff like that but uh it's something that have need to happen because if the people, the only people that cure this is the, the own people, us, us, you. If you not take care of yourself, you know, use the mask or you're not, uh, you know, do the procedures that you have to do. I mean, this is never going to stop. So please put, put your stuff there because uh, we need to cure this because we at least by myself i want the wrestling back in buildings i want to see the the fans there you know this is a business that we love and we like to fill the buildings again back in puerto rico and everywhere how's the resistance been has the has the public's attitude in puerto rico to, has it been good yeah everybody have to wear the mask and the people, people are listening it. oh yeah okay are. yes 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 okay and uh, uh you cannot come to a, a place if you don't have no mask they have the alcohol. They check the temperature. The, I mean, mm. all the all the uh, what they order. <clears throat> if you don't want to go inside the mall or whatever with the mask, hey, you cannot come. They call you the police right away, and and they gonna. <laughs> they're right. they're not easy right now. They're on it. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's uh, about uh, uh, what four or five police die. Really, uh, and and, and uh, about 
10, 10 nurses, doctors, they already pass because this uh, sickness. So it's not a game. We need, we need to stop. We stop this. Agreed. Recently, we had the joy of uh, getting to see you again on WWE television during the Survivor Series uh, yes. retirement of The Undertaker. Can you share your thoughts about The Undertaker, his career, what he means? Well, uh, you know, when I, I saw uh, the story of uh, Undertaker or, or Mark before he come to be the, the big uh, character that he is, uh, I met it back in 94. You know, when uh, Yokozuna uh, arrived there in uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. We are all, it was Bam Bam Bigelow, Bader, uh, Rikishi, Yokozuna, and me, and Sam, and, uh, one of the Samoans. We were in Japan for uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. And uh, that's when uh, already I hear the, the Yokozuna, they signed Yokozuna to go to WWF by that time. Uh, after that, when uh, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, Rikishi, then me, you know, I, I went there because I, I, I told one of the guys was Bam Bam. I say, tell uh, Scott Hall when you see it, tell him I say hello, Razor Ramon. And uh, back when Bam Bam come back for his last tour, he said, here's his number, call him this day, he's going to be at home. And I call him, that's when he said, uh, I talked to the old man, so you bring, you know, to bring you in. And I did my tryouts and, you know, whatever. That's when I met uh, the Undertaker. Uh, and we connect right away with the, with the crew of uh, Yokozuna, Fatu, uh, Mr. Fuji, Paul Bear, uh, Crush. Uh, we all together, and uh, that's when we start calling BSK. And we got the Garwins there, too. Uh, I mean, we have fun. Uh, when they called me to be uh, at the Survivor Series, as, as, you know, it's possible you come down. They're going to do the farewell for uh, Undertaker. Uh, you like interest in commerce? Yes. <laughs> mm. For him, man. He said, well, it's, they're going to probably call the, other, the rest of the crew. They don't know yet. I said, all right. So they know they're going to call, but they don't want to tell, you know, tell us. So finally, we find out that all oh, we gonna be together. Uh, man, happy, happy. Uh, I didn't even see the Garwins in 20 years. Uh, I saw uh, Yokozuna. I mean, uh, sorry, uh, Rikishi, uh, because we uh, booked him in, in Chile and we went to Chile and stuff like that. But uh, even, even Papa Chango and Taker. And even yeah, Taker. I saw him in Puerto Rico. He he come down to wrestle. And I found out that he's going to be there, contact him. He wait for me there, and we, we talk uh, for almost an hour. Then uh, he went to the ring. But, man, uh, what a guy. He's, uh, he's a professional. He's a gentleman. Uh, uh, he was the leader of the dress room. Uh, of course, he don't know where he's going with his character. Like, we all, we don't know till things happen day by day. Uh, he he uh, he stay focused on the company. They give him the big big super super uh, huge uh, opportunity, and he took it. And look, the best entrance ever. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I have the chance to wrestle him and to be in that ring. I mean, before wrestle him. I was doing the quang, and of course I see the entrance and nice and this and that and you know. But then be in the ring when the entrance coming in uh, is another war. It's another. I got I got good, but it's total different, you know. Uh, I have the chance to wrestle him as a quang and Savio Vega, and the first time. I would just went there to wrestle him. Uh, you know, well, I have to put him over, of course, and, and let's do this and let's do that. But that teach me how to wrestle The Undertaker. So the second time I work, I wrestle him as a, a nation of domination, Savio Vega, I was more aggressive to the to the character. Because in the beginning, I was, and Quan was okay, you know, let's do this and take care of the man, whatever. 
But in the, in the second one, I said, no, I'm going to, you know, I want to make you work. Right. And uh, we have a good, good two matches. But working with him and being attacked with Yokozuna and coming to these buildings and just the heels in the ring waiting for the Undertaker to come and soon you see those lights turned off and that gun, boom, and right away you hear the people. Me as a producer, I was in the ring looking at the people, see the reaction of the people. Knowing that it was going to happen later, but I just hear the boom, light, and, and people would erupt. They just go crazy. And I love to look at the people because that makes me happy, you know. And uh, I said, good, good day, enjoying this. Here, the man come, do his uh, routine, and uh, it's, it's totally different from the seats to be in the ring, you know. Oh, my God. And... and be happy because it's it's a friend of yours that you're gonna work with him, and uh, everything's gonna be good. And that's what we did. We entertain ourselves to entertain the people. Mm. I have to ask you while I have you here because I'm not so sure a lot of people know this, but I came across Stone Cold Steve Austin talking about when he first got to the WWE. He was getting over an injury of sorts, and he had just come fresh from ECW. He raved about his early matches in WWF at the time with you and that how you actually helped bring him out of his injury and into the stamina that he needed to get back for pro wrestling in general. How does it feel to have had such an important part, even though to me it's quietly, people don't even realize it, but Stone Cold loves you from what I heard him saying. I love, I love the man too. Uh, I didn't even know that he was injured. Yeah. You know? He was mentioning that you yeah. helped bring him back with the matches you had with him yeah. upon his early arrival in the WWF mm -hmm. when, uh, brought back his stamina. I still remember that day. Uh, it's like, uh, that was like a movie. It's in life. In life, it's some, some uh, situations that you're going to remember that not because what happened in the moment. It's like uh, the recordings start earlier mm -hmm. and you remember... You know, f when you wake up, what you did, then the situation happened, and you remember all that. And this day, we are in San Antonio, Texas. I'm in uh, in a cafeteria area. Uh, it was it's already closed, and I was lacing my boots. I saw in the the, uh, the papers, Sabio Vega against Steve Austin, tryout. So that's that's gonna be one of the first matches, you know. So I'm putting my boots, and here come uh, Pat Patterson. Rest in peace, man. Yeah. He says, Savio. He always talked loud. Savio, here's a Steve. You're going to work with him. Uh, let me know. He's going to do his tryout tonight. I said, okay, no problem. Let me know later. Said, yes. His tryout. Steve Austin. Tryout try to, to come in in, in, the, in the company. Wow. So I said, all right. So uh, I sit down with Steve, and uh, I said, brother. I don't know you because I don't know him. Right. And you don't know me. Uh, maybe he know, but he never said. But uh, I say, uh, my finish is a spinning kick. Let's call it in the ring. He said, okay, just like that. And we went to the ring, and we did what we did. And I come out of that ring, man, happy. I said, what a match. Here come Pat Savio. Tell me. I said, well, you see it? He said, yes. I said, you tell me. He said, wonderful. I said, was great. He said, put something together. Tomorrow you have the second one. All right. And next day we have a better match. Then from that point on, on they hired him right away. And they put it with me. Right. And uh, uh, we, I, I believe we win. Uh, we run United States like two times, three times, Europe. Uh, working together, and uh, I remember he said one time, Savio put me in shape, because I was already have like two years in the company, I was doing the Quang, then I turned to the, to the Savio Vega, and uh, when he arrived, you know, I was already running that 20 by 20, like like going to the bathroom, you know, yeah. I got the stamina big time, so I didn't even realize on, and his stamina, I, I mean, you follow me, let's go, so uh, uh he said, my lungs hurt. You know, you chopped the hell out of me. 
And we work hard. We work hard. Uh, we never have a no for each other. When we start knowing each other, you know, uh, every night we we add or take something from the match to make it something different. Let's try this. Let's try that. One day he say, "Man, I, I have in mind do this finishing move." And really? uh, uh, the stoner. Oh wow! And I say, uh, and I want to try it tonight. You don't mind, you know? I said, "Let's do it. Why not, man?" So the first stoner was on me, you know. You didn't bounce as far as Scott Hall did no, at that WrestleMania, no, no, did you? No, okay, because good. what's the first one? We don't know how, how is we going right, to do it. Right. But then later, when when we got the timing, oh, you see me flying. And like you're a, just you bouncing know. like everybody else. Right. Yeah, I saw one that Rock did, and he started jumping like a bumblebee. <laughs> well, no, no one beats Vince McMahon's when oh, he got hit by God. the stunner. He just yeah. falls, goes sideways. It was, yeah. <laughs> he didn't bounce at all. So, uh, I mean, uh, in Knowing that he's gonna come, what he become, you know, and and me be part of the uh, little training because oh yeah, why I realize this when when you know when you do something like I, I do wrestling, I like to know about everything about wrestling from long time ago to now. Sure, if it's possible, educate myself. Sure, in wrestling. So w w what I did a little research. I said, "Why him and me? We have uh, s such a good matches, you know." And, and we just, well, two wrestlers. No, it's because he was working in, in Louisiana. He worked Louisiana. He worked Texas. He worked, I believe, Tennessee. I don't know all that area. He never come to Puerto Rico. I never work in Texas or Tennessee. Yes, in Louisiana, but was just one book. I call it one book of wrestling, basic wrestling. So he have that, and I have that because in Puerto Rico I work with all these old timers, you know. The now, mm -hmm. uh, but by that time I was a kid. Russell Afansika, Iron Sheik, uh, Abdullah the Butcher, Cologne, look the Colognes. The, right. You know, you working with all these guys, mm -hmm. so they use the same math the same book so when steve and me work we are working in that book you're in that book play by ear you know speaking of books have you ever thought about writing a book about we your working career? on it good can we you work, talk work about it, it at all we working uh, on the book and we working something uh that uh, is going to be part of the movie the the it should be already running but they they called me the other day they're going to start in february so uh it's going to be interesting it's going to be about superstars of wrestling from Puerto Rico. Okay. And a personal book that I, I'm doing. Nice. It's in progress. Everything is in progress. Yeah. But uh, the, so the, the, the chemistry between uh, uh, Steve and me come because of that. And we don't know. We don't know. We you just, just do I think what sometimes we do. you just match well with others and Brother. sometimes you don't, right? We, also with uh, uh, Dustin. I work with Dustin. As a gold dust, uh, and we just connect right away. Right, the chemistry you know, was there. Oh man, big time, big time. Savio, I have to ask you. We've had, and I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, but we've had Tony Atlas in the studio many times. He's definitely a close friend of the show. Would you say not? You tell us about the night of Bruiser Brody being murdered, please. Well, your I, end. I, I, I got a little clot in that because because the movie and the, the book. And I have I sign with the uh, people okay. that are doing it. Don't do not talk about all that. You know? Okay, fair uh, enough. Well, but I could tell you a sad day, of course. Still, till till now that we're talking, still a sad day. Uh, still missing Frank. I call him Frank because uh, you know. Then later I met him and talked to him as a Frank, no Bruce Brody. Uh, he ride in my car uh, many times uh, to take it to to the town. Uh, last time, I could I could say this. Last time I I was with him in my car. Uh, I live about forty minutes from San Juan. The 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 company okay. office was right there in San Juan. So by the by the hotel is ten minutes easy. So they called me to pick Frank. So I have to go 40 minutes there.
to take it to go to Ponce, Ponce area, which is in the south area of the island. And uh, I said, yes. I never, I never, you know, I like to pick up the guys. I, I travel alone. So I pick him, pick Abdullah. But this day, I pick uh, Frank. And we went to Ponce. My English wasn't that great, but I understand. And talk or whatever. Now, in a way back, uh, we are talking. And uh, he said to me, said, listen, you, you are a good talent. Don't stay in the island. You could go in the States and make it big and make more money. I'm like, uh, okay. You know, so I was thinking in my, in my head, translate all that, what he say in English, in his, my Spanish, you know. And uh, I said, well, this is the guy that are going to help me. I'm going to ask him later to help me, you know, to book right. me. Because he know everybody. I, I don't mm -hmm. know nobody. Right. Sure. So, boom, the guy got happened. And not because that I went like, a, mm, no, because first was him. Uh, when he arrived in Puerto Rico the first time, I was working as a security guard for the company. Mm -hmm. So when, when he arrived there, he come with the gimmick, us, you know, yelling and moving here. Everywhere he moved, I was next to him. And knowing that that day was nobody in the building, was a TV taping, was a low house. I was I was next to him, taking care of him, and uh, uh, once they are in the dressing room, they safe. That's it. But I remember Frank, uh, big time. I cried that man. I remember one time coming from the same town, back home, and that's going to be in a movie. Uh, driving driving back home. Uh, in this area now, they they put another bridge here they put another road roads whatever but by that time it was just uh, you coming from highway 52 you turn to 22 so i i start crying i was listening to music and i start crying and cry i can't even see i can't see i was crying big time and i turned i turned to 22 without looking and i from from the inside lane i went across the three lanes to the shoulder on the right side to stop because I can see. But I never turned to see it either. I mm -hmm. remember I went just in and, and, and turned and I stopped there and cried out. I mean, till I was relaxed, that's when I continued home. But um, uh, sad, man. So I, I know you, you, don't, you can't talk about it, but Tony's been in here and he, he gives you credit for saving his life. Um, is give, there give any the anger? Yeah. Is there any anger at Carlos Colon on your end over this thing at all? I know you can't talk get too in depth, but well, but is there anger from you at Carlos Colon for what went on? Well, Carlos, uh, it's not anger against Carlos. If Carlos have an anger against me, that's his problem, not mine. You know, uh, but the day they they there that day. If they know what's gonna happen, it's a it's a fifty fifty chance. Uh, I'm mad, I'm mad because that should never happen. If you got something against somebody, just talk over. If you cannot talk and you want to fight, just fit fight. Like two bulls, whatever. But the way that happened uh, damaged the company, damaged wrestling in Puerto Rico, damaged the name of Puerto Rico. For sure. Damage everybody. For sure. So uh, I got mad too because uh, when trial come out and, and the gaga they did there, done, many people was start you know start talking about uh, oh the the wrestling never come of that which is true. Nobody talking behind uh, Frank. I got mad because uh, I I talk and I say. What I see, I cannot put words because it's a it's a serious case, and I don't want to get uh, myself in uh, caught in, in a lie. Were you fearful for your own safety no. during this time no. period? Okay. No, no. Okay. Never crossed my head, neither. Mm -hmm. You know, because was a was an, uh, 
an accident there. Well, not an accident. Right. Bullshit. But right. Sorry. Right. No, fair enough. Uh, curse. Say what you want. Uh, I, n- I never feel threaded, tra- you know. In that, in you that. did feel the urgency to get Tony off the island to well, help him get happened, out of there, though. No, what happened with Tony in that point uh, is the the he wanted to talk to the police. Okay. Bad that the police uh, don't speak English. Okay. So when when that happened, uh, Invader Two, Soto, he speak good Spanish and English, and he was translated to the cop. The cops are inside the dressing room, and uh, and Tony was talking to them. This happened. This happened. Blah blah blah. blah. And uh, uh, in one point, feel you know the the uh, the, the tension in the dressing room because he was talking to the cops. Why not? I mean, uh, and I, you know, a stop. No, he don't die there. Pe- a lot of people think that Brody died there. Right. No. He went to. They took him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. They they proceed a, a, an operation. Right. And he passed through through the night. Correct. You know, and I and I was when I when I went to the building next day, because uh, you know the show you know continued that night, because a lot of speculation, uh, people start saying things that they, they don't happen there. Uh. When I arrived in the building next day, which is Maya West, to the west side of the island, and I arrived there, I just threw my back in the dressing room. I went to the front to ask uh, Isaac Rosario. He just passed away uh, two months ago. And um, when I, I, I just went to him and said, what, what, do you know anything about Brody? He said he, he, just, he passed away. I, I, I just oh. I, I went like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's, uh, I just went sad, man. And uh, I was across the, the building all, all the way to the dressing room. And I sit down right there. I was alone in that moment. Nobody there. And uh, here come Carlos arrive, uh, Jose, Jose uh, Invader and Jose Colon, bro- Carlos' brother, and Jovica. They just arrived. And I said to Carlos, hey, do, do you hear the... Brody passed away. He said, yeah, yeah, I hear that. And uh, I'm like, uh, and Invader was there like nothing happened. How did Carlos seem about it? He was kind of a worry. Okay. He was kind of a worry uh, because... You sense any grief from him? Emotionally no, as you're no, looking no, at the well, man's face? He was always the same. But, really? Okay. But... Uh, what you see there is when when uh, you know something happened. You uh, when you're ready to do something, well, do it. The consequences is gonna, you know, you're gonna pay the price of the consequences either way. Mm. Some way you're gonna pay, and that's when the conscious start eating you alive. Alive, yeah. You know, and yep. that's it's no it's no jail, no whatever. The your consequences are gonna kill you. Because that's your prison be, is your own conscience. That's going to be a hammer in your head. Interesting. Boom, boom, boom. What hammer. was the what was the fallout f- towards WWC from American wrestlers after f- Brody's murder? That night, that the the, the second day, uh, no none of the guys arrived. They some of the guys left. The the, the you know Puerto Rico. They there you left. go. They are everybody pissed because. When when that happened, somebody went to the Hills dressing room and tell them that. Remember, I told you mm-hmm. separate dressing room all the sure. time. So somebody went to the the Hill dressing room and explained them this happened. So uh, I guess whatever they say, somebody I don't know who say whatever there. Everybody's like, uh, but what happened? I mean, he's was he's still alive, of course. So oh, okay, a fight between two guys, a knife was involved, and all right, he's alive. So they, the show went went on. When he passed next day, that's when everybody said, "That's it, go with this," and and and, and everybody left. Hmm. You know, uh, by that time was no cell phones, no beepers, no nothing. Yeah. Of course, just uh, so I went to the building. When I arrived there, I realized they canceled the show. Of course, nobody come. Yeah, cancel the show. I mean, that was to have a 
a full house that day because outside was packed. People, you know, arriving. Uh, but that damaged the company. That damaged wrestling till this day. Uh, yep. People are still talking about it. Still. Every day. And the fans Every are still day. grieved over loss Every of uh, day. Bruiser I have, Brody. I have, a, I have a picture of Brody in my home. Mm. Uh, even I call my one of my dogs. I call it Brody. You know, uh, Log Frank. You know, they try to to put him in uh, in the trial like uh, he was like he wasn't in, uh, as a character. You know that he was like that crazy and this and it's, how the hell he's gonna be like that? He was studied as a lawyer. So you're gonna be in, in court as a lawyer? Hush, hush, you can't be. Hush. You know, right. it's like don't. don't it's not coming sense. So yeah. Bruiser Brody, the man, couldn't be more different than his character in real life, is he what was. you're saying. Well, let me ask you. You said you knew Frank or Bruiser. Well, I, I don't know big time, but I know he took me to, to buy pearl uh, for my wife. He said, I know is you want to buy pearl, and this is in Japan. And I know a guy, and he took me there. And uh, But can yeah. I ask you this? He did have the reputation of going to every territory and really causing some issues within the territory and did I you don't, hear that i don't see him i hear that uh, you know af way after all this right. this happened but the they're in puerto rico you know i never see him bitching about nothing that's right uh he saved me one time working with him uh, I want to continue the his gimmick and, and going outside and fight outside brawling outside so we went to the stands and he, of course, he's taller than me. He grabbed me by my neck. We are working outside in a, in a, in a, in a stance, and he grabbed me by my neck. I remember and pushed pushed me to the side. When he moved me to the other side next to him, I see this guy have a knife. Wow! Ooh. To cut me, an wow. old man. Because in Puerto Rico, they, those old men they, they, they take it serious. Oh, oh, they cut you. So like back in the garden with the old time Italians, oh. right? And I remember that's Mocha, Mocha, that's wet side. And he grabbed me and put me to the side. I saw that, and right there he threw me inside the barricade. We go inside the ring and we go home. Wow. Uh, I have the chance to work with him there, work with him in Japan too, work with him uh, uh, in, uh, as a tight team too with him. Man, I, I like the guy. Not because he passed, and he, he was a good people. You know, to me, he was a good people. You know, if he was a, a, a an ass, he, he never told me you have you have the uh, ability to work in the states. You could make it there. He saw something in me there that I need can you know I don't see. It. So I have you know. Well, obviously, knew what he was talking about, right? Yeah. Well, he did. yes. All right, with that, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back with uh, the great Savio Vega. We shall return. Yes, sir. Jimmy, I just got the best hookup on tickets. Hmm, fill me in. I went to www.seatslinks.com and ordered the best tickets with the best prices. Call 718-676-0504. SeatsLink, the complete ticket experience. Tell them Charles sent you. In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com You want to star in your own success? Call QuickCast, www.quickcast.com, 866-7-CAST-NOW. That's 866-7-CAST-NOW. QuickCast. Star in your own success. Hey, ready then. 
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, seen every Thursday, produced out of Indie Music TV in Ron Conkham in New York. We understand that it's a Saturday, and we opened up with the great Mike Knox, which was an incredible interview. It's just getting better as we have icon Savio Vega on the couch. Um, thanks again, Savio. Yes, what sir. a great story, and your mentions of the great Bruiser Brody, and thank you for sharing what you could. But while we're on some WWE stuff here, let's switch back over. Salvi, i got to ask you, one of your uh, awesome feuds in the WWE was with Goldust. Uh, did you have some influence on his character by any big chance? Time. Want to tell us about some of that? Yes, big time. Uh, I just, I, you know, I say this many, many times. Uh, I remember Dustin uh, dress, paint, <laughs> and sit down right there. He's just sit down. And uh, Monday, another Monday. Another Monday. And one day I said, when are you going to work? He said, well, they don't know what they're going to do with my character. The son of Dusty Rhodes is sitting there every yeah. week with and, nothing and, to do. And, and, and I said I say to him, <laughs> like, yeah, I said to him, what do you mean they don't have nothing for the characters? Really? No, they don't know. I said, well, I know what I can do with you. Are you sure? He says, yeah. You mind if I tell Pat? I said, tell him. So I just went eat something. And uh, here come Pat, Savio. He said, yes. Does he say that you have an idea how to work his character? I say, yes. I said, put it together. You're working tonight. I was off. I'm like, oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, okay. And uh, I just put a routine. I sit down with him first and I say, this is the way I see your character. This is the, the way I, I produce this. What they tell you about the characters, well, but... It's just like a, a statue, you know, like a Oscar or something like that, you know. I said, okay, well, you got the blonde gimmick. You look like a drag queen, you know. Uh, so this is what I do. And we I put together some some uh, movement. So we lock up and I say, you go behind. Soon you go behind. I'm going to try to switch. And all of a sudden you're going to uh, let me go and start touching me. So when you that, you, you know, halfway, just go here. So I'm going to stop to see what the hell you're doing. What I'm doing is tra- transmit to the people what's going on with him. So soon he do that, I'm like, what the hell? I just put my face up, back up. And, you know, I said, what the hell are you touching me? I'm going to, you know, it's like, ah, okay, okay. Well. We come back the same. I said, this time you're going to do it from my face all the way to my feet. <laughs> so... When he's doing that, I just put there like a, you know, I'm like a, what the hell? You know, he's touching me, you know. So I come back, you son of a... So from there, we start develop some st- some spots for the character. We come up with a, with a ca- point in a, in a character where he was uh, climbing the ropes, and I give him a kick in the leg. When he go down, I went for suplex to him. He lock, lock punched me and he like kissed me but what happened here he had the the paint so i said don't ever kiss me if you kiss me i'm gonna knock you out and uh what he do is he put his uh, size in my face and look like you know all the pain is in my face right look like he kissed me right so me fighting i push him back and i take a bump in the middle of the rain so people i hear the people when he do the kiss Oh, you know, so what the heck? Uh, but we have fun. Dustin and me, we have fun. We have hell of a matches. I remember Connecticut. We have a, a, it's a lot of Puerto Ricans there. So every time I'm, I come, of course, I Savio Vega from Puerto Rico, the Bronx. And uh, I remember we have a, a hell of a match. People went up, down, up, down. We come back to the dressing room. Vince was there. He just come quiet. And he, and he come and say, what a match. He shakes his hands, what a match. I say to him, put us in a pay-per-view. You know, he never put, uh, me, put me and, and gulled us in a pay-per-view. But he, give, he put Steve with me and uh, me in uh, at WrestleMania. And that when uh, uh, Dustin with uh, Roddy Piper, mm, you know. Yeah. Which was a great, oh, great match. They did, they did the white van, like oh, OJ, all that guy guy. Uh, but uh, we, yeah, I, I, I put I put my uh, intellectual uh, 
wrestling. Well, you you mentioned twice now in this interview about Pat coming to you. Oh yeah. It seems like Pat had tons of trust in you, and obviously, I mean, God rest that, his soul. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning. He was great. Thank but you. He knew. Thank you for mentioning. He. That's what I I in uh, the post that I put uh, uh, about when he passed. I put that. I says thank you for trusting me. Uh, he chose me to to work with guys. Uh, to to see the, how they they come. Uh, one one of those guys too was JBL. You know when uh, JBL got his tryout, uh, working with me, they put it with me. So I believe my work was. Either way, I could go like the water. I I, I just adjust to whatever it is and however do, and and become on top with the good match. Uh, Stone Cold, Dustin, JBL. I work with uh, Rock. I work well. I, I'm so surprised, yeah. and God knows they need it. How you're not uh, on part of the writing team? Have you ever been approached to become mm. a writer? No, no. Shocking. Uh, I learned a lot from them uh, when I was in uh, in uh, I, I work as an agent. Uh, an agent also for uh, the show Super Astros in Espanol. We did 13 weeks, was great, and but the, the business between the company and Univision don't work. Uh, and I every Monday that I was off or before my match, I sit down in the gorilla position and put the headset of fence. And I sit down and listen to the truck, listen mm. to this and looking at the monitors and stuff like that. One day uh, somebody said, hey, they're they going to tell you something about that. Don't do that. I said, well, till somebody say not th something to me, right. I'm going to stay here because I'm learning. One day Vince arrived, and I said, okay, this is it. And I get up, clean the headset. He said, no, no, stay there. Wow. I said, He's just like that. He said, stay there. I said, I just learning. I said, good, very good. Stay there. And I, hey, I sit down and put the headset out again. So well, the man say, stay there. So nobody else shut the hell up. Right. You know, so yeah. I learned. I learned there. I went you know, to the truck a few times, see the 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 camera, see the way the they produce, and I took all that to Puerto Rico when I we did International Wrestling Association IWA, and uh, it was Victor Quinones, Miguel Perez, one of the Boricuas, and me, and I put all that experience uh, to work for us, and man, we've been success big time. I mean, we have uh, sold out every weekend no matter where we go was uh three or four days sold out every every week any regrets on never getting the chance to hold the title in wwf you were heavily decorated in puerto rico i know you were three-time caribbean champ three-time puerto rican champ you got plenty of belts down there you had great legendary feuds with legendary guys any frustration about for example i was pissed i felt you should have won king of the ring 95. That and, was uh, good. You almost became Intercontinental Champion. You got, you had it, and they, the same yeah. night, they, rah, any, I, I, any believe, regrets? Or? I believe, you know what, uh, maybe by that time not. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, they, they explained me, well, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and you know, it's going to be the same TV. Mm -hmm. So, no problem. I remember, we talked about today with some other guy mm -hmm. uh, about that. And uh, when I win the title, the people went crazy. Yeah. People just bought it. Yeah, yeah happy, yeah. you know. A, a good guy win the belt. Mm. Uh, here comes Gorilla Monsoon, rest in peace. <laughs> here comes ah, ch 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 this happened, this happened, the match, you know. Next right. week. Right. So next week he win the belt again and blah, blah. Right. Um, and uh, talking to, uh, what is the name of the guy that we talk? Mike Knox. My, no, no, no. The, uh, the one uh, that was doing the, the, the life, the skinny guy. Whatever, right. Pancho. I don't know his name. Pancho. Let's call him Pancho. <laughs> Let's call him Pancho. Pancho. <laughs> Pancho. I was talking to Pancho. <laughs> <laughs> so what did Pancho have to say? <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. And Pancho. And Pancho says, uh, I saw. I saw that when you win the title, and I was happy, like right. you say. He said, yeah. I was happy because you 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 winning. Then they took the title away. I was mad. I said, but you know what? You are one of those wrestlers in that company that don't need belt, yeah. like a Roddy Piper. That's uh, right. You're one of those illustrious guys. I put you on a level with Jimmy Snooker. 
Poof. Same type of deal, right? Didn't need a belt. But nice to put a belt on you. Well, you know yeah. what I mean? The, the, when I, I left, uh, they make 20 million belts and everybody have a well, belt because the toys have to be well, selling. Speak, speaking of belts, right? So you were part, like you were there during that beginning of the Monday Night War and in it. Can you fill us in on what kind of problems you might have had with the click? Because obviously Michaels and the rest of that crew were an issue. Yeah. Did they cause you any issues? But before that, uh, I, I don't regret nothing uh, there because my my way through the company was to do what I did. If they have a mind to push me to another level and I don't did what I supposed did or or, or don't, uh, what is it called? Uh, I was a bad boy, you know, so to speak, uh, but then nobody come and sit down with me and say, oh, "Okay, this is the, this is a plan for Savio Vega." Right. So knowing that it's a plan for you, you focus on something now. Sure. But I was just there to do my matches, get my money, travel, be a good guy, and but you you also were a catalyst. Think about it. You you were a catalyst for Goldust, who yeah. ended up being Stone one of the great Cold. great characters. And Stone, Stone Cold, Cold Steve Austin. They, right? they all they all wow. and. Uh, well, most of the percentage of them and millionaires, and I'm broke. That's part of the deal. Aye, well, aye, so aye. that goes to my point. So here you are. Pat Patterson loves you oh. clearly. Vince loves you clearly. Yep, yep. Here's the click. Here's Sean. You know, what kind of issues did they cause you? I'd love to know. I'd love to know. I'd love to know. Uh, Did you have any problems with well, Sean? They clearly, ever, they clearly no. caused enough. Sean was out because, uh, you know what, that's what I told Sean the other day. I said, Sean, we never worked, you and me. Because uh, it's a picture in where it was about a royal or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you see Quine, like, tossing him over the, over the top. The, the top. But I have a match with him, never, because he hurt his back. And he was out for almost a year or something like that. Uh, he was out, and he was, uh, you know, fighting the con new contract and stuff like that with with Vince. I remember, uh, but I never worked with him. I never have a, a dispute with him. You Did know? the click? Were they the reason why that group of friends, your special group of friends, Taker, Yokozuna, Fuji, well, you, all of them, was that the reason why you guys? Seemed the, the common ground to bond together to deal with people we, like the click. The uh, the uh, I believe was the BSK was formed first. Okay. Uh, then that the click happened when when uh, one day they just got together and then now Sean have the ear of uh, Vince, of course. Right. Taker have it too, but Taker was a calm down man. He wasn't aggressive, you know, and nothing like that. Uh, don't say that Deshaun was aggressive, but he was more aggressive in in position, you know. Sure. In that and all, all a, that stuff. He was a real politician. <laughs> hey, so uh, you have you have the rest of the crew. We are just natural wrestlers, you know. Uh, never never uh, get in trouble with nobody. Uh, was kind of a heat there, but none to the point of big fight. Uh, maybe, uh, I mean, uh, uh, um, Razor, he had me in WWF. Then later he wanted me to get fired. Why? Because, uh, was, yes, I was heat with the click and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And one day we are going to, uh, I believe, Europe somewhere. And uh, we went to the second floor of the plane. That's a good story. So, you know, most of the people, I, I say, I want to go to the second floor. I want everybody away from me. I want to sleep. So, all of a sudden, the, the second floor is full of guys. And uh, plane took off, and I always took my nap. I'm gone. I'm out. And uh, now they turn the lights on, and I just hear people laughing. I mean, far away. Uh -oh. Wake him up, wake him up. And when I wake up, I have Dave Heppner. Right in my face, in the in the seat in front of me, laughing at me. And I turn around. Here's Paul Bearer. Look at me. Took a picture. He took two pictures. 
Uh, it's in, they're at home somewhere. What did they do to and you? And when I wake up, I <laughs> said, oh, my God, they got me. I just went to my eyebrows. I said, oh, you know, okay, um, they're here. They're here. So he said, look at you. I said, I can see it. So I get up, went to the bathroom. When I look, I have... Uh, uh, lipstick like this, <laughs> like a clown. They made you gold dust. Yeah, make, they make me a gold. They made you a gold dust. Funny, you know. And I laugh. I laugh. Oh. I told you, I, like I laugh. I say you mother. So I don't know who did it. So I sit down. I clean myself and I start laughing and I say, okay, who did it? No, oh nobody, nobody. Everybody was a big cafe. No, nobody want to say nothing. Who did it? Who did it? Who did it? And uh, nobody want to say nothing because it was he. And even the agents, no, nothing happened. Oh, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Somebody come to me and say, okay, I just want to tell you this. They say, what? Who is not in their seat? And I just just scan, and I went, when I scan, I went, okay. Razor and one, two, three, kid. Mm. I said, okay. And the front of them was a Honor and, and Diesel. And they have their ponytails, you know. And I, 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 now I got mad. I got mad. And I just looked for them in the whole plane. I went to the second floor to look for them all the way to the back. I said, where are these set of... I said, they can go out. <laughs> so I went all the way to the end next to the bathroom in the steward uh, seats. They're both going like this. Yeah. Uh, and I just stopped. I never went close to I just see them there. I say, all right, I know you're going to come back to your seats. And I went back to my seat, sit down, turn off the lights, and here they come. They sit down right there, too. I said, okay, just wait a little bit till you know, they passed out, and exactly, they just went. I get up, get my Halliburg, open it, get my foam, and get some scissors. And I bring that out, and I just went to start chopping uh, one to two kids' hair, and uh, and and, and uh, razor's ponytail. Oh no! A little bit here, a little bit there. Not all, you know, just here, there, cut a little bit. And I put the foam all over them. You know, those jelly foam that start taking, you know, time. I just oh, <laughs> I remember I come into my seat to put my uh, my stuff back, and who's looking at me like like old is Tony Garia. Yeah. <laughs> He's the agent. He's looking at me. And I look at him and I say, you don't see nothing. He's like, don't worry. <laughs> you know? So I put my stuff back in a, in a in Hollywood, put it back, and I just watch. I, I, now I'm, I'm up. I need to sleep. I'm up. I don't know how long it took. Razor get up, went to the bathroom, which is right there, and he started from the bathroom. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh! I'm like, Oh shit! Now the shit is on. So he's like yelling, no! Ah! He come out of the bathroom with his with the with the uh, uh, napkin and the hair on top, and he's looking what they did to me. Oh my god! And he wake up everybody. Everyone was kind of was kind of sleeping. He wake up everybody. I remember Honor and uh, Diesel. They just jump in their ponytails. They start top touching their, their ponytails. Yeah, making sure they work. Oh, yeah. yeah, but they don't do nothing, so they're clean. And uh, kid, kid wake up, and he he's like this. When he feel the foam and all that, now <laughs> hair's coming down. He's like, oh, yeah, got me too. And he start laughing, you know. He's it, laughing. But Razor took it serious. Right. So he took it big time back. Oh, he can dish it, but he can't take it. Oh, he, he was, yeah, he was Surprise. furious. Yeah, what a shock. And uh, who go. did it? Who did it? Now everybody's like quiet. Everybody was cafe. Right. They cafe him the whole tour. Nice. I don't know yeah. how long we were there. Now when back to the States, that's when somebody told him, you know, what happened. Uh, so they, they went to, uh, uh, we, are, we are this day in, in Stanford. Vince make a big meeting with all the talent about some issues. And, uh, What's what's uh, in, in on the restaurant is chairs here, tables here, was like a wall of flowers and stuff like that, and uh, uh, tables on the other side. Yokozuna is sitting here. Yokozuna here the whole conversation, 
on how they are master master plan my fire to get me fire. Wow. Oh. Next day, Yoko come to me and say, "Listen, last night, and he told me everything. Mm. What happened? He he say I went to their table mm. and tell him, you son of a bitch, you want to get fire this guy, which is taking you know." Food to, for for his family over a prank that you just so so to a stupid on. thing and you want right. to get him fired ridiculous you know yeah. good oh he went off on them good from that day on was heat right there. the dividing line oh. had been drawn interesting was 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 heat there and interesting. Uh, well if you see through the years who have more uh, uh, uh what is it called more uh, participation in WWE. The click or the BSK. Right. So That had to be rough for you emotionally. He helped bring you in, and then he tried to get you out of there. Because of a stupid thing. Then, that sounds and, and then, then we talk about it. Uh, he, oh, you got my ponytail. Hey, that's hair. That growing did, back. Did you guys ever talk about it? Oh, yes, 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 yes. You, yes. you did. And he, he even after he, he finished WWF, he was in the hospital one of the days, and I, I was in Orlando, okay. and I went to the hospital to see him. Wow. Okay, He's my friend. Go. I work right. I work with him in right. Puerto Rico. He right. got me a job. Sure. was a the stupid thing, you know. Why are you going to hold that grudge in me? All right, Savio, you know, we only got about one minute. Yes. Uh, I want to give the Pharaoh one final question, and then we'll just shoot Eric Sims in here real quick. You got time, Eric? And then, but thank you for this incredible thank interview. Thank you very much. Final question there, Farrell. All righty. You know what? Let's throw by him what we threw by Noxie earlier today. Uh, who, in your opinion, is the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling? I got to pick four people that best represent to you the history of this business. Who are the four faces, if you wow. can? Oh, uh, I put there, of course, Holly Race. Holly Race. I put Flair there. Flair. That's two of my favorite. I put Brody. Brody. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, got, got one more. Savio Vega. Savio Vega. That's it, oh, baby. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Eric <laughs> Sims, come on in and real quick and promote yourself. I like that mountain. There's no I love it. Your cult hero, <laughs> ESS, is here. All What's right. happening? Once again, back on Monty and the Faro, yeah. one of my favorite places yeah. to be. And, uh, of course, touring with Savio Vega. Uh, 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock, we are over at the Wrestling Universe. That's in Queens, New... I'm sorry. Comac, Long Island, on the Jericho new Turnpike. The new location. We'll be, at, we'll be at the Wrestling Universe's new store in Comac on Jericho Turnpike. Then from 6 to 8, we're in Queens. Well, I just uh, want to say one thing, Savi. You're going to the Comac store? You'll like it. You'll love it. It's going like to be it. crazy busy. It's beautiful. Right. You're going to have a great time. You'll like Good. it. I, then the tour never ends. We're up. We're going up to Connecticut, and we will be at the M and J Video and Collectible Stores tomorrow from eleven to two or so over there. That's in Southington, Connecticut. So I want everybody to come out and join me. I'm going to be there, and so should you. All right. I want to. I want to thank Eric Sims, and I want to thank the great Savio Vega. Thank you, thank you sir, for thank an you. incredible interview. Yes, sir. And if I could just give a quick shout out for a podcast out there, Pro Wrestling Defined. You can catch him on the YouTube channel, Podbean, and Spotify. Um, this guy does a great show, and I thought you know I'd give him a shout out. I think Sounds I love good. his work. Love Again, him. Savio Vega, thank you, you are a gentleman, sir. You thank are an you. icon, and you know what? You deserve to be on the Rush Mount Rushmore. I'm wrestler. getting the chisel. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> this is Mike Monty. This thank is you. the Pharaoh, and until next time, later. www.